Hello, Bond Apart listeners. It's Rebecca. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast and for sharing our interest in all things fashion. Don't forget, we are on Patreon. There are four different subscription tiers and so many treats and extras, including bonus mini episodes, monthly catch-ups, Ask Us Anything, and many, many more, including lots of photographs of things we see behind the scenes. So listen to the podcast, follow us on Instagram, and please go to patreon.com forward slash podcast to learn more. Thank you. Hello. Hi, Rebecca. It's Beatrice. Hi, Beatrice. It's Rebecca. How are you? I'm good. I've the only thing is I've just I feel I've been cold for ten days now or so. I'm actually sitting yes. here with a woolly, woolly scarf, which seems a bit weird in a May. That, but... I am too. Mm. I'm like wearing my biggest jumpers. Yeah. Do you think it's because we're not walking around or something? Maybe. I, I mean, it has been cold. It has mm. you know? But I yeah, I don't know what it is. Or maybe I, with me, I also wonder whether it's just also partly a comfort thing. Yes, yes, I'm sure partly that, but it is chilly. Mm. Well, I'm kind of, I'm still persisting in trying to, to make it be spring in that I'm wearing springy shoes. <laughs> so I've ditched my sneakers for a while and I've been wearing sandals wow. or just little pumps. Mm. But then I've got, you know, a gigantic cashmere sweater as well. Mm. So I'm kind of creating my own cross-seasonal. Yeah, it's hybrid. at the moment. It's a hybrid look. It's a hybrid look, it is. Sometimes I wear sunglasses, even if it's, you know... I should do that more. Just sitting in my room, I think I would like that. It does cheer you up. Mm. I mean, I haven't yet attended a work Zoom meeting in sunglasses, but I know it will happen. Oh, it should. It so should. It will happen. It's like... It just will. Yeah, that would be so good. Yeah, because, I mean, I love sunglasses, and currently I think you just wear whatever you want. Yeah. And I also, I watched the first the first episode of the Real Housewives of Atlanta reunion, which is a Zoom union, and oh my God, I sent you some pictures, didn't I, screenshots? Yeah, that was so They look good. so amazing. Mm. That is like the ultimate Zoom. Yeah, they looked like it had some sort of filter, but Zoom doesn't well, do filter, does it? No, but I, I imagine they had very, very good cameras yeah. filming. I think that, I, I think, and, and very good lighting. Yeah. Like, the lighting was amazing, and their skin looked amazing, mm. and their boobs looked amazing, and just everything looked yeah, amazing. that's totally true. And I liked that they were all in white and silver. It was just, and, and they'd done, like, funny back sets. Oh, not back sets, sets that they were in. I mean, they were in their houses, but they had, like, the funniest accessories that made it look like they were in a department store or something. Mm, it was good. It was amazing, mm. and they were all so funny and on point. So I, so I sort of think, okay... Let's be serious now. Yeah. The very least, the the like lowest thing I could do is wear my sunglasses. Sunglasses. Mm. That's like lowest level glamour okay. that I can bring to a work meeting. You know. Speaking of sunglasses. Yes, ma'am. I have finally. I can't believe I've gotten so old before doing that. I've finally watched the red shoes. 
Wow. And, oh, my um, goodness. Congratulations on watching The Red Shoes. Yes. You remember Lermontov. He wears sunglasses he, rather a lot. Lermontov is amazing. And for me, the entire film is about him. And he looks amazing in his sunglasses. Yeah. No. Like, he is my focus. Mm. His outfits are fantastic. So chic. He's yeah. so elegant. And I love what's the what's the actor called because I love him and Anton Wahlberg. I love him. Yeah. But tell me, tell me. I need to hear your reaction. Well, so I I started watching it quite late yesterday, and um, mm-hmm. I was sort of really looking forward to it. And when it started. At first, I didn't like it, the first 10, 15 Mm. minutes. And I thought, "Um, I'm not so sure about this. And I think it was because there is, you know, all the students running up to the opera. And I just felt, I love it. I totally got into it. But what I'm just telling you what my first 10, 15 minutes were. Please, I need the Um, full experience. So it was just, I hadn't quite got used to the fact that, you know, that they wear so much makeup. They really do. They really do. And and it's it is very um, what's the word? Well, it's not it's not realistic. Um, in any, my, I mean, the film isn't, but also the way it looks. And I, I don't know. I I had actually no preconceptions at all. I didn't I didn't really know much about it at all. So I I, I didn't have any expectations. But somehow that still surprised me. And then the students. So the sort of music student, uh, what's his name, Julian, is it Cruster? Cruster, yes. Yeah, and his his friend, and then they sit next to these ballet lovers, and the ballet yes. lovers are these sort of archetypal bohemians, you know, him with a beard, yes. and she has this sort of um, slightly peasant-looking outfit. And I just thought, oh, my God, it's just one cliché, you know, yes. after another, and then having a sort of suave impresario, and I just thought, oh my god, it's just, it's, I, I can't bear this. But then, mm. I don't know what made the switch. I don't know, but I, I then, I just absolutely, totally loved it. Then, maybe, maybe because, maybe when, um, what is this? Is it Lady Neston or Nesta? Oh, her, My, the, Myra her Shearer's aunt. aunt, yeah. Yeah, Neston. Yeah, when so when she invites um, Lermontov and the conductor or um, composer, and mm. th- that's when I started to, when I really liked it, because I love the crowd scenes, I love the clothes yes. and the crowd yes, scenes. Yes, the colours are beautiful. Mm. And in, the, um, in that particular scene, there's a woman who wears something... Um, it's a bit like from the women. It's um, she's it's it sort of involves a, a top that only goes to just under her breast, and it's red, and it then in, incorporates a sort of turban hood type thing. Mm. She's sort of in the background, and I don't know. I think once I saw that, I thought, oh, this is oh, I like this. Um, so yeah, after that, I was I was totally fine. Um, oh, good. And there's so many things that I just absolutely love. I can't wait to watch it again. So tell me a few oh, of your favourite um I mean, moments. I agree with you. And I think part of the thing for me with the earlier bit is I don't really like the Julian Cruster character. I don't like the actor particularly. I mean, I, I don't know if I've seen him in other things, but I think he's a bit wishy-washy and the addition of his ultra makeup, mm. he just seems weird to me. 
in a, not in a good way. Usually weird is good, but not with him. But, I mean, Lermontov is my focus. Mm. I love his... I just love everything. Like, I think Anton Albrook is astounding. And I love how precise he is and how low-key he is, but very controlling, is so fascinating. Mm. And I love the way with his costumes. I mean, his downtime costumes are extraordinary. Like, he looks like a Byzantine prince or something. And then the amazing elegance of his, like, navy blue beautifully cut suits and then like a white shirt and then I kept wondering whether the tie is just off white or slightly peachy it's like it's really yeah it's very very good and yes his his sunglasses and I love his south of France looks but I also love the other men in the company's south of France looks the way that the older man who does the sets the way he wears kind of workwear but chica and the dancers and choreographer who were like combinations of sort of different sportswear and and rehearsal wear and I really really enjoy all the men's wear just continuously mm. I really loved Lermontov he's so suave in his dinner <gasps> dinner foods I mean if you wanted to explain to someone what suave means that yes. would be him but exactly but like you say his South of France look you know, he he can wear socks and sandals and he still he looks he still amazing. looks good. I mean that is that is difficult. For a man. I yes. think women can look good in that, yeah. but men no, that's a bad mistake. But no, he looks amazing. When she goes because I do love that scene oh. where she oh my god, it's so fairy tale princess where she's completely overdressed in her jacques fur. Yeah. And she looks like she looks like the ultimate creature to have emerged from the sea. Mm. in that pleated cape and the multi-layered pleated like tiny pleat dress and the mauve petticoats and when she goes to that villa and goes up those overgrown steps that is just like the quintessence of fairy tale yeah but then i love how you then get the contrast of her talking to julian cruster and he's got the the breton a short sleeve breton with a yellow i think it's yellow scarf and I love that contrast and how she sees the men's hats and that's the first inkling that oh she's in the wrong place because the hats are like casual hats and then she sees Julian and then she goes to Lermontov and he's got like the most beautiful like blue really loose summery shirt and he's got his his red scarf just draped amazing and I almost wish that they'd all done swappy swappy with their outfits and mixed it up because I sort of think, wow, what if she had her his Breton shirt and the skirt of that dress? Or what if he had that cape over his, you know, I just, that is like fantasy summer wardrobe. Yeah. What would you just, what would you call the color of her outfit? It's tricky, isn't it? Because mm. it's, it's like, I don't know. Because it's not aquamarine. Yeah, it's, it's a it's a bit kind tealy, of... but not yes. quite, I yes. find. And I love that it... she has, I think it's two times that she wears these little crowns. It's not a tiara, it's an yes. actual little crown. It is amazing. It's a weenie. Mm. And how it must have some contraction to keep it on. It must have a headband or mm. something. Yeah. Yes, and the amazing necklace that goes with it yeah. when she's got the jacques fat. 
dress on. That is incredible. I mean, that was the other thing for me, just getting a glimpse of Jacques Fart. I hadn't anticipated that that was going to happen. And that was just um, his outfit. Even if you see him like two seconds or something. Yes. It's so good. Um, It's so good. And the fact, yeah, that he has his shirt open almost to his navel. I thought that was really (laughs) interesting too. Uh, yeah it's so good it's so good and and I love like the lighting because Jack Cardiff is a cinematographer and he's just so brilliant and he I think I told you before that he came to speak once at St Martin's oh really and yes it was amazing and everyone was really excited and my friend had got him in and my friend really wanted him to talk about the films but what Jack Cardiff wanted to talk about was how to study paintings to learn how to light so he was putting up one like Van Gogh or Rembrandt after another and saying, now look where the light sources are. And then this is, you know, it was it was so fascinating. So when I watch films that he's done, I'm just thinking, oh, now which paintings are we seeing here? Because the lighting is so good mm. and, and the colours the are colors, so good, the technicolour, so rich. The makeup of the women, the, <gasps> the, the lipstick. Um, yes. It's. That is amazing. Um, yeah, it's such a good red, mm. isn't it? And I like the way it's almost like um, there's like a thread of red, like you see little bits of mm. red and then it gets more and more. But I, yeah, I really like the close-ups of her face in her ballet yes. makeup, in her stage yes. makeup, where it's, black, where it's like really pale skin and then black and red around her, her mm. eyes. Yeah. That's amazing. I looked up how old she was, or mm, how young how rather. She looks so young, doesn't she? Yes. Um, tw- around 22, she must have been. Wow, and she and, looks even younger than that. And Marcus Goering was 36. And I've, I have I had forgotten that I've got Michael Powell's biography. And oh. I've never properly read it. I, it's sort of written, it's, it's very detailed. And I found it quite hard going. I didn't get very mm. far. But I just read a little bit about when he talks about the film. And he said that they all thought he was probably a bit too old to yes. play this role, but he was a really nice guy and she had never <laughs> acted before. And they knew rather than some young Adonis who thinks a lot yes. of himself, they just thought it would be good if she was working with this very nice person. I see. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So that makes sort of more sense because he really mm. isn't, isn't quite no. right. I mean, frankly, I know it's like not the t- choice between Lermontov <laughs> and him, yeah. but in my head it is. I know it's dance or love. Mm. But to me, it's like as soon as you see Lermontov, you just think, well, whatever he's got, that's what I'm having. Yeah, yeah. You know, the the, the one in the really good suit, that's what I'm doing. Mm. Not, and not he, the He's night, almost night 50, night. apparently, by the time he plays this. Um, he's just timeless, I yeah, think. Yeah, he's amazing. And I, I also in um, you know, I love that the Isaac Mizrahi film, Unzipped. Mm-hmm. He really likes it, and he talks about how, and I always like this, that when he's ending a meeting, Lamentov just says good morning. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's so brilliant. It's like such a kind of funny way to end a meeting because it is like you would just think, oh, uh, oh, I'll go then. Yeah, because it's so weird to just go good morning. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, I, just, I like how they always in the evening say goodnight to him. 
Yes, that's really nice. That's that's respectful. Yeah. To a well-dressed gentleman. The other outfit I adore, and I'm sure you too, is Mm. when he goes away on the train and she comes and talks to him. That is is so good. I just couldn't believe my eyes when I saw that. I mean, yeah, you go first. No, it's just because Matt Lee does her other outfits. Yeah. Mm. I don't really know anything about them or him or her. It's him. Um, mm. I don't know much about him either. I think he's Italian, but either even okay. that I might might have got wrong. But based um, in London. Yeah, or... based in London. He's one of yeah. the London couturiers. And, I mean, do you know which ones are fat? Is it just the... I think it's just that gown that ah, she goes okay. up to the villa. Mm. I think. I'm not 100% sure. I know that definitely is Jacques um, and, because he, and I Powell, think it may just be that. Powell talks about that a little bit. He sort of says that they decided quite early on it should be him who who makes some of her clothes. And right, then, so maybe some of the others. Are yeah, him. and then he comes to London and he meets Moira. And Powell feels she's sort of thinking, oh, do we really have to go through all this? Because it means, you know, more work. She has to go to Paris for fitting, all yes. that kind of stuff. And then they talk about this scene about her going up the stairs, and then he makes sketches, and that's that. There's well, no argument. I mean, for goodness sake. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I thought that was really that was interesting. So, but yeah, I mean, I, I'd love to know because there's the other scene I really liked was the Covent Garden. Yes. And the suit she's wearing in that one, which I presume that's I would really have thought good. is maybe from here. But I, I was so surprised again also how a lot of the time the clothes look really, really modern and they look later than 47 or whenever. I think At 48 it came, came out. out. So yeah. yeah. Mm. And particularly some of the ballet costumes, but also, I don't know, just in some of the crowd scenes, there's there's particularly one the scene where they have a the birthday party for the oh, yeah, dancer. There's, there's this young woman who stands in the front row. Oh, I know exactly who you mean. Yeah, yes. she's got blonde hair, long hair, mm, and she looks mm. like from 50s or 60s, and that happens a few times that I think, you know... The... I think it's because it's sportswear. Yeah, I guess. Mm. That looks more modern. Mm. And also I think it's like the um, the Russian dancer and Moira Shearer, it's like what they're wearing isn't yet new look. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's not, it's it's not a as weird extreme as new look. Yeah, it's kind of so, and and her clothes are interesting because she's dressed by couple, isn't she? Who the the Russian dancer, uh, the one who Carver, at the beginning I who gets think. out of the trap, the pardon? Carvin, I think. Yes, yes, yeah. Carvin, and she. I like it when she gets out of the car and she's got her little dog. Yes, oh, the dog. Of is Of course, fantastic. I would like. That. Yeah, but the dog. I mean, the dog is fantastic with a little the red bow. The dog is so good, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember at what point is it at the station when she said that she's getting married and she's saying goodbye, that she's got that white suit on and it's got the long gold chain. Oh, that I don't remember. I must have That's good. lost concentration yeah. for a moment. Because when, when Lermontov goes back to find her in Paris, is that a Jacques Vat fashion show? Yes. It's actually yes. really in his garden. It is. It really is <gasps> at Jacques Fartz. Um, oh my goodness! I thought it must be, and I also thought that's like the ultimate Paris dream that you just wander into someone's back garden and that's happening. Yeah. No. It. 
and yeah having him there sort of moving the dress about a of little course, bit of yeah, course of yeah. course yeah it's yeah I, I think it's clever the way we haven't merely mentioned ballet at all <laughs> yeah <laughs> maybe that's why I, I never maybe that's why I never watched it because I'm not ballet's biggest fan and I'm not quite but, sure but why the, but... the red shoes section is incredible oh, though again I I had no expectations Mm. But if I had had expectations, I probably would have thought it will be like a ballet on a stage. Yes, yeah. But I, I had read somewhere that it's quite a long scene, so I guess that would have been boring if it maybe wouldn't have really worked. But I really wouldn't have expected it's that. It's so spectacular. Because mm. I really like ballet. I'm not a ballet expert, but I really, I just love it. And I love, I love the way... It's it's like it's a ballet filmed as a sort of Hollywood musical scene. Yes. So you have to suspend your disbelief. You're they're constantly changing. It's as though it's shot as one, which of course it isn't. It's multiple multiples. But I love the way you go from set to set, from costumes to costumes, from mood to mood. And it's it's like I don't know an hour and a half dancing compressed into ten minutes or mm. something. Mm. And it's kind of like you feel breathless by the end of it. You feel as breathless as her yes. in these shoes being dragged around. Mm. And the, my favorite is when when they are in newspaper outfits, yes. mm. costumes. I mean, mm. outfits. And he's got newsprint on his face, even. Yes. No, and and for and then he turns turns into this just two dimensional yes. newsprint figure. Yeah. Yeah, it's so surreal, and the bits where where she's starting to be overcome by the shoes, and it's getting really seedy, and the sets are getting seedy, yes. and, seedy. and when she's sort of going through just like a mad kind of Cocteau esque mm. corridor with like coloured gels and papers and things swirling around her is amazing. Yeah, it did the costumes as well of when when there were again sort of crowd scenes, it did sometimes remind me of West Side Story which I haven't seen for you know, I haven't seen ages ever. and I I'm, I'm sure they must have seen this because it mm. I don't know I must look watch that and just see why I think but that I, it, it also I know this is a bit mad but it kind of reminds me of Fantasia oh yeah no it because does it, is, it does and did the you, colors and the music and you know the the whip in the ballet scene. There is a in the there is a scene where men wear striped shirts and um, yes. caps, and they're meant to be Apaches, apparently. <gasps> yeah, because they have amazing. They almost look like some kind of really thin velour trousers as well, don't they? Yeah. Oh, that is interesting. Mm. And I like that some of the men uh, before the funeral scene. Like as you're getting towards that, and it's getting sort of darker and more sinister. That some of them, it's as though they're dressed as though some of them are in a black and white film. Yes, mm, that's true. So mm. it's like this. There's lots of kind of foretellings, aren't there? Because there's a point where a newspaper swirls around in the street, and then that becomes a motif in the ballet. And there's there's the red that comes back to sort of haunt her and. There's really interesting just little things that happen. Mm. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, Coda seems to agree with that. Coda, yeah. Coda does agree. Yeah, it is incredible. I tried to find out a bit more about the dress because it's not all just designer. 
Um, yeah. But I haven't found it that much. It's just there's someone called Hein Heckord, I think, He's, who seems to have come not far from where I come from. Um, and he he had worked for them for a while as a sort of second in command and to the sort of person who does all the stage and, and, and costumes. And he's apparently the main sort of costume designer right. for this. And he's apparently really good um, with colour. Well, I, mean, and... I mean, the colour is... Mm just out of this world and as you say each group scene is incredible and that beautiful scene i think they're already in monte carlo but it's when the company sort of got together and is rehearsing it's when i think it's when she announces she's getting married where they're in this sort of beautiful room with you know mirrors everywhere and chandeliers and lermontov and his crew are off to one side and all kind of dark and tailored and then there's all the ballerinas in those soft long tutu mm. and the men are kind of dressed in pinks and yellows and like fruity colors and it's just so beautiful yeah it's it... really incredible and and the way that the sets work with like the sets cause there's like beautiful there's a beautiful beautifully lit one where Lermontov is cross he's he's often cross yeah, he and he storms into his office and the lighting and this is one where i think oh is this a rembrandt Jack Cardiff because he's in the dark but you can kind of see him and lit is like a mini theatre where he's meant to be sort of working oh, yes. on staging mm. or something and then he comes and turns the lamp on so you have another kind of lighting and then I think there's a third light gets turned on and you have the scene lit another way and it's just spectacular yeah when I watch it again I'll I have a look at out for this now that you've said oh my that. god and, and Anton Moorbrook is so amazing when he announces that they're going to carry on and do the oh the, that, oh my that god that is just inc- that is really I mean I, I I did almost cry I mean that is yes. that is really heart wrenching that is amazing mm. and when and when he's got the red shoes and is just indicating where she would be yeah yeah oh my god mm. Mm. it is amazing it is yeah so I I very much look forward to yeah to seeing it again because I did rewatch a sort of few scenes but not mm. not not the whole way through. No, it's so rich. Mm. I yeah. went to see the ballet with you know my lovely PhD student Niall. We went to see the ballet version of it, the Matthew Bourne version of it. At, um, oh, is it a version of the whole film or of the ballet? Yes, of the ballet. Well, it's kind of the film. It was really lovely. We really enjoyed it. I can't quite imagine how you would do that. Well, that was partly why we wanted to go, because we couldn't really quite imagine it. And it's, it was quite, I think it may even have been shorter than the film. I think it is shorter than the film. So there are certain things that don't happen in it. But it's really interesting seeing that interpreted yeah, seeing it as seeing it returning to being a dance or kind of becoming a dance mm. of the whole thing, um, and there's some lovely scenes of when they're in Monte Carlo and they've got sportswear on and it's very tremble, and it it's must, interesting the kind of reference points that they use for the costumes in it. It must have been seeing this film in '48. I just that must have been just so. I incredible. can't imagine. Mm. I mean, it is also like fashion magazines of the period Mm. in the way that you go from one kind of artistic influence to another and from colour and to things that are quite dark and black and white. Do you know what I mean? It's Mm. it's quite like the intense colour of fashion magazines and the the kind of 
the way a really brilliantly laid out fashion mag- magazine takes you on an emo- emotional journey as you go through. Yeah, and through dif- to different um, locations. Monte Carlo mm. looks so beautiful <laughs> in, yes. in this in this film. Yes, it really does. I'm not a big fan. I've only been there once and I didn't. Yeah, it seemed like here. the forecourt of a luxury hotel just spread out over a whole piece of land. Yeah, yeah, but I'd love to have gone to this where the staircase is. Um, <gasps> yeah. That, yes, I wonder where that is. I do think it is actually somewhere there, and I I think he he knew. It sounds like Powell knew quite early on that he wanted to do something there. That um, that staircase is phenomenal. Mm. It's just. Well, it is like fantasy fair, fairy tale, and the way she's got that teeny weeny little crown perched on her head, and that amazing dress, and you do sort of think, "Wow, when I next pack, I want to have something of that level, just in case." Yeah, even not expecting there to be anything, but just in case. Yeah, I don't even know. Just in know. case Lermontov invites me somewhere. I don't even know how you would. How you would get that in the suitcase? No, I don't. No. I mean, it must be a trunk of some. And I, because <laughs> I don't know. Because I, you know, it really. By the time I got to that scene, it really was quite late. Um, I, I just didn't quite get it. So I, you know, I saw her in this dress, and that he had invited her. So I thought he wanted us to have some sort of rendezvous, and that's. Mm, obviously what she thinks thinks. and then there isn't one and then she says oh I was dressed to go out and I totally bought that you know I (laughs) and then when I read um the Powell book he sort of explains no no she does think um he's going to try and seduce her and um then she realizes no but I mean you know all power to her that if she thinks she's going to be seduced that's what she wears yeah you know, a little crown. I know a little crown and a dress that would take three hours to take off. Mm. You know, that's that's a that's a move. They're mm. right there. Yeah, yeah. It's extraordinary. But yeah, the contrast between that and the bright, intense, saturated color of the south of France or Monaco, mm. and and yeah, the men's incredible yes. sportswear yeah. is just too good. Yeah. Well, maybe we should stop here. Maybe yes. This, maybe yeah. I'll the sports where I will look at it again because maybe there is something inspiration for my summer yeah. wardrobe. And maybe we can fashion ourselves a little crown out of something. Yeah, and definitely there yeah, need to be more scarves. I think. Oh yes. Mm. Oh yeah. The men really show how to wear yeah. a scarf. Yeah. Fantastic. All okay. right. Well, I'll talk to you soon then. Yeah. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.